presented by Syntax Advisors. Welcome to ETF TV, your insight into the world of exchange-traded funds, issuers, and investments. I'm Deborah Furr. Joining me today is David Samaya, Executive Chairman and Representative Director, and Junichi Kamatsub, General Manager, Corporate Planning Department at Sumitomo Mitsui Trust Asset Management in Tokyo, Japan. Welcome, David. Welcome, Junichi. Thank you. Thank you. So, David, why don't we start with you? You recently have entered the ETF industry. Can you tell us why you decided now is a good time to do that? Sumitomo Mitsui Trust Group runs about 1.1 trillion in assets under management. It must be the largest in AUM in terms of the asset management industry, not only in Japan, but probably in Asia. We've been really focused on ESG, the environment and sustainability for the last four to five years, and especially the last, I'd say, two to three years, a lot of focus, a lot of energy, and a lot of resources have been put into this effort. This particular ETF really is an extension of our capabilities. It's our first. We're a very large index manager, and we think it's a natural extension of what we do. Junichi, can you tell us about the ETF that you listed last week, please? On June 23rd, the first ETF was listed on Tokyo Stock Exchange, which tracks S&P JPX Carbon Efficient Index. It's a Japanese equity index designed to measure the performance of companies in the topics while overweighting or underweighting those companies that have lower or higher level carbon emission per unit of revenue. So as a result, it has a similar risk return characteristics of topics, but with a 19% improvement in carbon efficiency. So it can be useful as a tool for forming new core Japanese equity and also addressing climate change risk and as an extension or alternative to topics-linked funds. What type of investors do you expect will invest in this product? Our first target is institutional investors, especially financial institutions in Japan. So many of them are using ETFs to construct Japanese equity core portfolio, such as Topics ETFs and Nikkei 225 ETFs. We think this ETF can be an extension or alternative to those products and can be a useful tool for constructing new core equity portfolio that also address climate change risk. So our target is insurance companies, banks, and also asset managers who manages multi-asset products for institutional investors and wealth management. In addition, Sumitam is a manager who have been managing a mandate of this index from the largest institutional investor in Japan and have more than two-year track records, which is also very appealing to those type of investors. And can you tell us a bit about the ETF industry in Japan? My feeling is that it is not very active compared with the other areas in the globe. But actually, the range of products are getting wider, especially among foreign assets, foreign bonds, and foreign equities. But still, very limited number of ETFs are very successful in terms of AUM and liquidities. And those successful members are almost all core equity products, topics ETF, 
partly because BOJ is investing in those products. So our idea is very simple. Our idea is to enter into the core equity products, proposing the new concept of core equity portfolio. David, can you share with us your plans for the rest of 2021? Last year in the industry here in Japan, it really was a transformative year. The online securities brokers really added many new individual accounts, surpassing more traditional face-to-face -face brokerages. And when that happens, not only do the end users execute individual stock transactions, but they naturally go to ETFs and thematic ETFs. And a lot of that volume did go overseas, but a lot of it did stay here in Japan. And as appropriate, when we see client interest and we think there's an opportunity, we will continue to use the ETF format. So nothing specific for this year, but I believe you'll see more in this space from us over the next, let's say, 18 months. Thank you, David and Janucci, for joining me today. It was a great insight into what's happening in Japan. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Last week, globally, there were 33 new listings of ETFs from 24 issuers on 12 exchanges. There were 10 new cross listings. 31 of the products were focused on equity exposure. One is fixed income. One was Bitcoin. The majority are thematic exposures, ESG. Five of them are active. If we look year to date, there's been 729 new listings. There's been 795 new cross listings and 214 closures. I think some interesting things would be that last week we had three new issuers. So you just heard from one in Japan. Another one is engine number one in their Transform 500 ETF. Their goal is to encourage companies to make changes in the way they behave. Another new issuer is QR Capital, which has listed a Bitcoin product in Brazil. And if we go back to Japan for a minute, and we heard about the Bank of Japan, they have been buying equity ETFs since 2012. Currently, they own 60% of the $556 billion invested in ETFs in Japan. In Japan, there's currently 20 providers. They're listed on two exchanges. Another interesting thing about Japan, and you heard David talk about retail investors, many of the US listed ETFs are registered for sale, but not cross-listed. And these products are marketed and sold by many of the online brokers in Japan. So there's definitely a lot going on. Japan accounts currently for 6% of global ETF assets. And think I will leave it there. Thank you to our sponsors, Syntex Advisors, and to David and Janucci for joining us. And of course, you for watching. For further information or prior episodes, please go to etftv.net. Thank you. ETF TV News does not provide investment advice nor recommend products.